Hello again, friends, and welcome to the East Style Classic Countdown. I am East Style, and I am glad you're here with me. Um, very special uh, weekend uh, for you this weekend. Um, we got two requests over both days that are going to be granted. And um, the first one is actually this week in 86. Uh, so we're going to do a little flip-flopping here. Tom, um, we usually do the 70s on Saturday, of course. And we're actually going to do this week in 78 after the, requ the request is granted for this week in 86. So... Once again, two for the price of one. How about that? Some luck we like to do every uh, now and then for you. <laughs> the 78 song. It's been said more than once that this may be one of the worst songs ever recorded. If not one of the worst covers ever recorded, definitely one of the worst songs. But we'll... Let you judge for yourself. Me, personally, I dig it. And I think I dig it more because everyone hates it. But um, we'll see about that. We'll get into that later. Um, uh, I got a couple of birthdays to talk about, which we will in a moment. As well as a loss in music um, by an up-and-coming... Well, no, he wasn't an up-and-coming rapper his name got out there quite a bit but we lost him to violence in memphis uh the other day his name is young dolph uh got his start here apparently then moved to memphis and became a, an even bigger deal there um talk was that he Got into some things, you know, he probably should not have done necessarily. And and no no judgment here or anything like that. Most people uh, have uh, been in similar circumstances, if you will. And now, as a result, he's no longer here. Uh, very young man, as uh, all I know, had a... Young family, um, young kids, and the only reason I even knew about this guy is that quite a few of uh, our friends had posted about it and talked about him. Hey, he was uh, a big deal. His star was on the rise and all that kind of thing, which is cool, but now, sadly, not so. Well, no, I shouldn't say that because sometimes... When your star is on the rise like that and you lose your life kind of sudden like, you're going to end up having hit records and hit albums. That's been demonstrated in the past, uh, well, actually, since there's been music, <laughs> um, unfortunately, this guy's not here to celebrate any of that, and it's a shame, but, you know, we still strive on and, and move on somehow. Um, yesterday, and, and yeah, I hate to talk about things on here not related to, to music, but, you know, kind of a traumatic day for some people. Not 
for everybody, apparently, which that is your right to, to feel that way. But, you know, not everybody took it that way. I remember having to tell my sister about it because she didn't know. And she was just drained, literally drained. Started back to smoking and everything <laughs> up on uh, hearing this. Um, well, as far as that goes, all I got to say is, you know, just, I don't know. Keep using the whole man in the mirror thing like Mike was talking about. And let's just keep trying to be the good people that I know we all can be. That's the optimism of uh, the E-style coming at you. Uh, it's the best we can do. All right. Um, how about some happy-style birthdays? Uh, my country friends know the name Dirks Bentley. I think I'm saying that right. Dirks or Dirks or something like that. Uh, he's been out there, God, what, 10, 15 years now? doing this thing. He was just on the CMAs, I believe, um, last week or week before. Um, still out there, still doing his thing, so I got to give it to him. Um, also, Joe Walsh, arguably one of the greatest. No, no, no argument. He is one of the greatest guitarists we've ever heard. Um, you know his James Gang work. You know his Latter-day Eagles work, Hotel California the long run albums and, and, and all of that and his solo stuff too. Uh, just one of the, one of the best that there is. Um, the Eagles, if you can call them the Eagles, <laughs> as we know, are, are still out there doing their thing. Uh, Walsh and Henley and Timothy B. Schmidt with, uh, Vince Gill, speaking of great country guys, Vince Gill and, um, Fry's son, Deacon, I believe, uh, still um, substituting for him. Um, how much longer they're going to do it like that, you got me. But they're still calling themselves the Eagles, and they're still doing it. Um, also, uh, the Spirit in the Sky guy, Norman Greenbaum, celebrates a birthday today as well. Last I heard... Uh, he hadn't been doing so hot uh, with some uh, health issues, but as of uh, the moment we're doing this, he is still among us, so his birthday counts as well. Also, um, one more, Mike D. from the Beastie Boys, uh, Michael Diamond is his birth name, and um, Beasties, uh, of course, as we know, uh, didn't follow the format that the Eagles did when uh, MCA passed a few years back. Beasties said, that's it. No more. No more Beasties. First uh, rap number one album, I believe, they have with License to Ill. Great album, by the way, believe it or not. Um, you gotta fight for your right to party <laughs> is the big one on there. Um, a lot of great tracks on there that People only know about if they have the album. Um, Slow and Low was a good one. Uh, Paul Revere is one of the most revered rap songs I've ever heard, as it should be. I used to know that one by uh, melody, by by heart. That's that's how good it is. So, um, so what with those four guys, we'll say happy.
B-style birthday to them. And let's get to the first of our two countdowns. This week in 86, by request, request granted. Um, and what a perfect way to kick it off. Love Will Conquer All by Lionel. Uh, of course, not his best work, but message still stands today. Just like it did in 86, if you ask me. That's good enough. Number nine, he's on his way to number one with the way it is. And it is just the way it is. It's Bruce Hornsby. Eight. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not hip to be square, but Huey seems to think so. So that's number eight. He's on his way to number three with that one. Uh, seven is the next time I fall. Peter Cetera and Amy Grant. All those great years in Chicago, as many of us know, and all those great songs, he decides to leave, or it was decided for him, we don't know. We weren't there, we don't know. And then he makes records like this, and it's on its way to number one, so yeah, I give him credit for that, but that's it. And, and you know, Satara's one of those guys, most people when they leave a group, more often than not, there's some kind of reformation, recollection, reunion, or something. This guy, like the man sitting behind the music, never looked back. When he left, he just left. Or when it was decided for him to leave, whatever. He left it, and no, there was no turning back. And I guess he deserves some sort of credit for that because most people, when they do reunite, you know, oh, it was for the money and I miss my buddies and all that. Satara so didn't do any of that. No um, reuniting with them at the Hall of Fame, nothing. And I've always wondered if he should either be vilified or respected for keeping his word. Because as, like I said at the time, how often can you respect a man for keeping his word these days? That's a lost start. So, credit to him for that. Um, you may hear some arguing in, in uh, my backyard there. I apologize. It's not me. I hope it's not about me. Six Atlanta's own cameo and where it at. Uh, not a lot of uh, top 10 pop hits from them, but this is definitely one of them. Word up. Five, believe it or not, first top 10 for Eddie Money, the money man. And Take Me Home Tonight. Uh, people think of Baby Hold On and Two Tickets to Paradise and, and all those. And those are great songs, but that one, his first top 10. That shocked me too when I found that out. Four, somebody was asking about, uh, you know, is Bon Jovi going to be on this countdown? Well, they are here at number four on their way to their first number one, the first of many. And it's You Give Love a Bad Name. Probably my favorite song of theirs. Three, from Detroit, we got Madonna peaking at number three with True Blue. 
Yes, sir. Great. Uh, that's, and that's another great album. Um, you know many of the hits from that. Uh, Papa Don't Preach, Open Your Heart, this one, the title track. Great, great album. Two was last week's number one, Amanda by Boston. From the number one album, Third Stage. And it truly was the third stage of uh, Boston because it was their third album. Um, Amanda's on that and we're ready. Uh, Can't you say you believe in me and and all those. Cool the Engines, which was kind of like a little sweet that uh, Schultz came up with. I've heard him do that live too. And and it's uh, always a good time with that. But Amanda drops to number two in their place of that are the human lead with the second and final of their two number ones. And I like this kind of segue because how often does an artist put their name in the title of their of the song and of the group and go to number one? I don't think it happens that often. You get human from the Human League. The only other example I can think of is Bad Company by Bad Company, but that wasn't a number one hit. Um, Heart had Heartless. That didn't even make the top ten. Um, Earth, Wind, and Fire have a song on their Spirit album called Earth, Wind, and Fire, which was a great song, but it wasn't. Even, it was never a single. But how often does a band put their name inside of the song? and the group, and hit number one. This may be the only example. I'm sure, well, there may be one or two others, but this is uh, the one example that comes to mind right now. Um, The Human League, uh, as I said, second of their two number ones in America, anyway. First one, many of us recall, was um, before, just before MTV, I believe, maybe around the same time, uh, Don't You Want Me. Don't you want me. (laughs) Remember I used to say that I always thought Ringo was doing that song (laughs) growing up. Well, there's no mistaking with uh, Human. That's not Ringo. (laughs) Well, it wasn't Ringo on the other one either. Um, It's just uh, pre-teen days. You get a little stupid. I, I think I even convinced mom that that was Ringo until before we saw the video. We looked at each other like, that's not Ringo. <laughs> this one, though, <laughs> human. I'll, usually I, there's a great memory that I have when it comes to um, all of uh, the songs that we put on the countdown, not just one. But um, human, um, I guess I had forgotten until a couple of years ago, last time we talked about this, that this was written by Jimmy Jam Harris and Terry Lewis. Um, you know who they are from their work in The Time to their work with Janet to their own projects and many, 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 many others. But uh, yeah, that's uh, their song. Humanly, can you hear these guys? <laughs> My windows are shut. I'm on the third floor, and they're still loud as all get out. 
Well, as long as they're not bothering me, I guess that's the main thing. Uh, anyway, Human League are still together. Um, same guy that's been their lead singer. Their names escape me. I apologize. I just saw their names, too. That's the sad part. Um, same guy, the same uh, gorgeous uh, babes that have been singing with them are singing with them. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I know someone who listens to this and hates when I call them babes and chicks. <laughs> okay, the two ladies in the, the group, the blonde and the brunette, are still with them today. Um, not as blonde and brunette as they used to be, but hey, who is, right? And uh, they still get out there. They still do their thing. More in their native England than they do here. But that's okay. As long as, uh, you know, um, Chicago, like I said, could have folded their tents when Satara left, but they keep rolling and still do today. Uh, same with the Human League. They've lost members, but they haven't lost uh, their voices behind the songs, and so they still keep it up today. Uh, same thing with uh, Boston, their legendary singer, Brad Delp committed suicide in, uh, da, 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 I want to say, 07. But they're still rolling today with uh, Tom Schultz um, and, well, quite a few other people <laughs> in the group. And, and that's okay. I think they even got a couple of ladies in their group as well. So uh, I applaud them for that. Um Bon Jovi's still around. Haven't been with uh, Zambora for a little bit, but they keep rolling on with most of their original group. So, um, uh, same with Cameo. Most of their original group is uh, still around. So, bless all of these guys for that. Okay, one down, one to go. This week in 86 is done. Now, let's hit this week in 78. <laughs> As I said, you're going to hate the number one song. Does not matter. We still got to talk about it. Uh, first, let's talk about a couple of the other charts. Number one soul song. I'm everyone. Shaka, 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 huh? One of her first, um, maybe even her first solo hit outside of uh, Rufus. Um, many of us know Whitney's version of that. Uh, with Shaka on it. And um, I've had Whitney on the brain a lot the last couple of days uh, myself after watching her ABC Superstar episode that had Shaka Khan on it. Um, so Shaka has the number one soul. The number one album is the first of uh, Mr. Joel's. It's 52nd Street. Um, my life is on there. It was climbing the charts. Uh, blah, blah, what's on there? Um, big Shot Dig. Uh, you know that one. Honesty is a great one. And you talk about albums that have uh, great non-hits as well as hits. You got to talk about this one too. Rosalinda's Eyes is a good one. Stiletto. Um, speaking of Chicago, a couple of Chicago members um i recall seeing their names in the liner notes 
Uh, it doesn't say who did what where, but it doesn't matter. They're on there somewhere. Um, other, another great track on there is Zanzibar off of 52nd Street. The number one album in the country this week in 78. Now for our top 10. <laughs> Speaking of interesting ways to kick it off. You know, if you must listen to Captain and Neil, it must be this one. You never done it like that. If the Captain and Neil ever got funky, this was as close as it got. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. And you never done it like that is number 10. Uh, some people think, hey, they covered Shop Around, which is true. That song, even though Smokey, as great as he is, wrote and sung it, that's not a funky song. It's not funky like I would consider, but that's just E. <laughs> All right, number nine. Well, we actually got a couple of uh, duets on here. This is another one of them. It peaked at number five. It's down to number nine, and it's Whenever I Call You Friend. Kenny Loggins, uh, his first hit away from Loggins and Messina. And, of course, Miss Stevie, her first one, away from Fleetwood Mac. Number eight, we don't talk about this guy enough, Gino Vanelli from Canada. And I just want to stop. Um, the line on there when he says, when I think about those nights in Montreal, is anyone else ever curious what those nights were all about. I was, and I was like 10 when this came out. But um, my imagination wasn't as vivid as it is today. So now I think I got a bunch. There's a bunch of uh, former number ones on here. There's a handful, a couple of them back to back. Actually, seven and six. Yeah, back to that's what back to back is, duh. Our former number one. Seven is Kiss You All Over by Exile. And six, Hot Child in the City. Uh, former number ones here. Number five, another duet. Laugh if you want to. But it's not too bad a one. You Don't Bring E Flowers by Streisand and uh, Neil Diamond. It's on its way to number one. For another former number one, You Needed E by Anne Marie. Also from Canada. Three, I never realized, actually three and two are at their peak positions here. And I never realized that they got, either the song got this high. But that's okay. Three from LA. It's Ambrosia and How Much I Feel. Ambrosia are still around because, um, because uh, I need money. It's Ambrosia. Just kidding, just kidding. Um, Ambrosia is still around, but their lead singer, and I believe writer of most of their songs, is no longer in that group as well. There's a lot of examples of that. <laughs> Chicago's one of them. Uh, Foreigner, who's actually coming up here at number two, I just thought of that, is another one of them. But Ambrosia keep ro rolling on along as well. And I must give them credit. Um, they got a bass player that looks like he could be a brother, which that's okay. And the drummer looks like Sting. 
So that makes him cool right there. Both of them are still in the band. Um, who's singing with them now? Who knows? But they're still out there as well. So give them credit for that. Same thing with uh, Two and Double Vision by Foreigner. I didn't realize it got that high. It wouldn't go to number one because of the song that everybody hates here. But we'll get to that in a sec. But um, Lou from Foreigner, I believe, has been battling some issues of his own as well. So Mick and a bunch of other guys just got together and still roll on as Foreigner. Here they are with Double Vision at number two. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about MacArthur Park. <laughs> I could talk about Donna all day long, but this one... Uh, like somebody told me once, this is bad, even by Donna Summer standards. <laughs> uh, nonetheless, it's number one, so we got to talk about it. And I don't want to just sit here and uh, what's with all the metaphors and all that, because I don't, I'm not going to lie to you, I don't even know what the metaphors are all about. I do know this. Jimmy Webb, who wrote the song, um, he's also known for By the Time I Get to Phoenix and a couple other Glenn Campbell songs. Um, he's had a ton of them. And I think this one would be his biggest. Um, many of you know, originally it was done in 68 by the actor Richard Harris. One of those legendary names and figures that everyone knows. I've only seen one thing the man's ever been in. <laughs> it was, and it was called, and some of you might know this, it was called The Wild Geese. Um, Mid-70s movie, I believe. About the time that HBO first came out, and before Game of Thrones, before Insecure, and all of those things, HBO was really something worth watching and I'm sure you guys all dig those shows today too and that's fine but back in our day they actually had great movies there were no TV shows there were no reality shows on it It was, and we definitely, definitely didn't need no HBO Plus or Max or whatever you want to call it um, you just had your choice of great movies and the wild geese Keep in mind, it was R-rated, I wasn't even supposed to be watching it anyway, but I did. And Richard Harris, it was Richard Harris, Richard Burton, Roger Moore, and a couple other people. Uh, there were some old British war vets who had to re-team for something. Uh, can't remember what at this particular time, but they were in, and that was a great great movie um how did i get onto that oh richard harris who um initially did macarthur park yeah um donna's version uh, is actually also the number one dance song in the the nation this week can you dance to that i don't think i've ever danced to that other than um <laughs> doing my little Chloe um, Kardashian type of move where you, you just swing your arms in the air like you're waving at people. <laughs> that's that's all I've ever done to it. But if it's danceable, I guess it's danceable. 
Donna, we lost a few years ago, as, as we know, but she was all over the place in the mid late 70s and in the 80s because rarely do we have a countdown that she's not in, at least in the top 10 anyway. So um, I still want to get back to Nashville to find her, um, um, her uh, resting place. I think I told you some of you about that, that I've uh, looked up where she actually is. And apparently you can go there anytime and, you know, pay your respects to her and all that if you wish. Uh, I know, I'm sure somebody's out there, why pay respects to her? Why not Elvis? Because I'm not an Elvis fan, and anybody that knows anything about me <laughs> knows this. I have nothing against Elvis, per se. You know, he may have started this, he may have started that, but you will catch me at Donna Summer's gravesite before you would catch me at Graceland. Uh, as sick and strange as that may sound, <laughs> but it is the truth. Um, both are still very missed today, but as long as we got the ESCC, they're always going to be here somehow, some way. Yep, even Elvis. <laughs> okay, guys, uh, we let it go on a little too long here, but that's the price you pay for having two for the price of one. Um, we'll be with you tomorrow. Um, but we have a very special request that I've been granted that I'm going to grant uh, tomorrow. Um, I have to look up the exact date. It doesn't fall in line. And this is, I think, the only time that I've ever done this. It's not, you know, you know this weekend in 76. A very special date was requested. And I didn't ask why this date. What's the significance? Da, 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 da. We didn't get into all that. Um, I just, um, I, it doesn't matter to me what the reason is for a specific date. If it's something that you want, or it could be, you know, Hey, can we go back to 55 for a change? Can we go back to 96 or whatever? We've done that too. And we will do it again for you. If you just ask tomorrow, we'll be with you. Not for the eighties countdown. I, I want to say it's sometime in 79. Which is crazy since we just did 78s today. But again, this is a request and it's going to be granted. And we will see you guys then. Thanks for tuning in to this very special long one. Uh, <laughs> we, will, uh, we will see you tomorrow. Of course, as always, beforehand, notorious Biggie style. Telling you to put your hair up and square up. And please don't let... Tempers flare up. <laughs> okay. All right, uh, count that part out because I'm sure that's easier said than done. But we'll see you guys tomorrow. All right, everybody have a great one.